Okay, part two of the vintage food round. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollarsavingdivascbus and share your comments. Okay, so here's one. I don't really know of people doing this anymore, but in the 80s growing up, this was definitely kind of a big one that, well, my mom wasn't a big cook, but my friend's parents. <laughs> so your friend's Potato parents? Potato chips yes. on, like, to crust chicken. Yes. nowadays we have the breadcrumbs, we have... Panko. Panko. So it got a lot, oh, a lot no. more fancy. My mom would buy Lay's potato chips, and she would put them in a plastic bag. And mush them in, and mush, them, mush right. them up, mush them up. Yeah, mush right. them up. So this was in the 30s. An entrepreneur by the age of 10, thanks to a successful soft drink stand. Really? Herman Lay got into the snack business in the 30s. Soon he merged with a corn chip empire to form Frito-Lay. And the... Oh, I was about to... I was going to say slime. And the <laughs> slim, salty chips became an American snacking go-to. Frito and the picture legs. they have here is barbecue chip chicken. So you crunch it up and then you yeah, coat and then you, the chicken and then fry it. Or cook yeah, you do it like you can, I think you do an egg wash you can do. Oh, right. And then you could do that. It's like, well, I'm sorry, but um, I don't eat potato chips that much, but I'm sorry. I am a Frito-Lay. Yeah. I'm a Frito girl. So I like the American version of doing a chicken Yeah, parm. I do the scoops, the bigger ones. With sour cream and chives okay, that, that I good. grow. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. Okay, so we're going to do Feast of Favorites. I mean, this retro thing is like so interesting. Okay, Old Bay seasoning. Yes. Oh, to die yes. for. Not literally, but to die for. <laughs> Is it 1939 Old Bay. Okay, you talk about Old Bay seasoning because I use it all the time. I want to see if you know any of this. I probably don't know any of this. Um, <laughs> German immigrant Gustav Brunn landed in Maryland in the late 30s, carrying a little more than a spice grinder. Soon he concocted a delicious blend of spices, the main one being celery salt, but the secret recipe reportedly includes more than a dozen other ingredients. Shh, shh the secret. It's kind of like Coca-Cola. That quickly became oh. a local restaurant favorite for sprinkling on Chesapeake Bay crabs. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and people it a lot seafood. of times, um, sometimes I'll use a little bit on my um, Maryland crab cakes because nobody yeah. makes crab cakes better than Maryland in the Bay. Right. Except if you have Old Bay. Ha, this ha, is ha. an interesting picture. I mean, they have it with oh, hard-boiled eggs, I'm, roasted potatoes, yes. and then a bunch of seasoning. I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hungry looking at that I'm getting one. really hungry. Ooh, those potatoes look really good. Yeah. Oh, and it's a little parsley. Lots of Old Bay. Would we just green onions a- would be good in there. Ooh, The dill yes. and the green onions or red onions. Okay, when you were talking about Coca-Cola, um, which 1886. Coca- Wait, which one are we on? Cola. Oh, here we go. Wow. Coca, it's called Cola Glazed Wings. And I have heard that people do this a lot. That they actually take wings and then they make like a, a marinade with with Coke. But they call it, it was called, originally called, that's why they call it now, still call it Coca-Cola. Because it was a fountain drink in the 1800s, for gosh sakes. 
Well, no, Coca-Cola. Okay, in 1886, pharmacist John Stith Pemberton invented a spicy sweet syrup. And that, that's you, that had, turned, what, what was it, um, opium or opoid? What? Op- oh, yeah. It, it, it had drugs in it? Oh, yeah, that's the famous thing for Coke is that it was getting everybody oh, high. Coke and was Coke? Drug. Was really, oh, yeah, I guess that's yeah. why I never drank it. Yeah, I took I, the kids down to Atlanta because we had to go see Stranger Things filming sites. And so then I took them to CNN. I took them to the Coca-Cola thing. And, yeah, he was a pharmacist that was drugging everybody. And that's why well, everyone was addicted to it. <laughs> oh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Well, And then and then they, they brought back the, the little bottles that were from, what, 1915 or something? Yeah. No, it says the popular refreshment was bottled in 1899. And the classic contour bottle was contour. introduced in 1915. Oh, my Lord. So when did they take the opium out? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is, is if you go to Atlanta, you're probably going to get Coca-Cola with Coke in it. Yeah, it's actually, if you, if you have kids, it's a very cool place to go because they take you through the whole tour. And oh, then, really? Yeah, they have this entire shop at the end. Is that what they call it? Hotlanta? Yeah. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Um, and then they have this entire shop at the end where... Because they have different flavors throughout the world. So flavors that are famous here for us oh, like aren't necessarily in Germany or Japan. Right. So they have like cherry. <laughs> well, and well we have stuff. the cherry one here. That's my Achilles heel. Oh, for but God's sake. <laughs> they have a little. Uh, I just like Chardonnay. <laughs> well, that's not Coke. So they have these little stations and they will have the country above it. And then they have all really? the flavors that they have for that country. And oh. you get these little. Like, like almost like Dixie cups. Remember the old school Dixie well, yeah, cups oh, at the yeah. peak of vintage, and the kids can fill them up and taste them for all the different countries. Oh, I'm going to Atlanta. Yeah, you should go. It's actually I, really interesting. But do I get real Coke? Coke, Coke. No, I'm teasing you. Oh my God, are you like, looking wait, that what? up too? I am looking it up. Chemical for, composition um, of Coca Cola or the original. Oh, I'm going to Tabasco. 1868. You keep looking was, that because I'm looking up, up the history to see if it was opium. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean it was. Uh, okay, so so we're promoting drugs now? <laughs> no, 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 no. But Coke at the time when it first started. Oh, we'll have to look it up. Okay. Well, but yeah. It, it, it this will be part twelve <laughs> of our of our retro. Okay, now. It's your job to do Tabasco. I love Tabasco. My son-in-law, if I, I have to have hot sauce Tabasco in my refrigerator all the time. He loves Tabasco. He puts Tabasco in there. People, oh, yeah. I, I remember. sriracha on everything. Well, and they put it like on eggs and stuff. I mean, I know people do that all the time. I don't know, but this, I don't know, but that thing with the pecans and picture. Oh, I'm looking at this picture. It looks really good. I guess we have to go out to lunch when we're done. What do you think? So let's see. 1868, 150 years ago, Avery (gasps) Island, Louisiana. There was a gardener, Edmund No, talk with a southern accent. Oh, yeah, we're not going to do that today. You have to. You have to talk (laughs) with a southern accent. He began selling a sauce made from his prized peppers. The (gasps) recipe just which is just aged red pepper, salt, and vinegar, has remained virtually unchanged, offering a straightforward and especially spicy pick with delicious acidity. And I was told they never have changed the... I'm sure everybody knows what a Tabasco logo looks yeah, like because it's, it's just like they've never changed they've it. never changed it. No. And it's just that cute little tiny bottle. 
hotter than hell, but oh man, doesn't that look good? Yeah. It really does look good. And you said your son-in-law puts it on anything? Everything. Anything and Not everything. anything. Everything. He loves it. And, and like my daughter, Alexis will go in the refrigerator. Mom, do you have hot sauce? I go, yeah, I have hot sauce. Well, Will would like some. He puts it, when I say everything, I do mean everything. Mm-hmm. Like even a steak. Yeah. Yeah, is right. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, we are the home of one of the biggest Anheuser-Busch factories. Is he called a factory? Brewery. 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 Better word. Okay. Brewery. That's a better word. Beer battered fish tacos. Now that sounds really good to me. Yeah. 1860s Budweiser. Adolphus Bush met Lily. I never, this is interesting. Lily Anheuser, daughter of a local brewery owner in St. Louis. I did know Anheuser Bush started in St. Louis, but I thought it was like Anheuser Bush. Nope. The mid 1800s. Well, we know that. I like how 18- her name went first. Uh, yes. After, <laughs> yes. After they married, Adolphus went to work for his father in law. So, really, it was mm-hmm. the. It was, the, it was him. Yes. Because he was the brewer. Yes. In time, they renamed the company Anheuser Busch Brewing Association. What do they have? Like members? It's yeah. association. Oh, everybody come, let's toast some beer. And debuted their flagship American style Lager, Budweiser. I think that's very I interesting. Budweiser. Where'd you get Budweiser from Anheuser-Busch? I didn't do it. I wasn't around in 1860, but they did it. So apparently they just decided to, I guess they didn't like his first name. So they just kind of merged the names. But beer-battered fish tacos, I think that sounds good. Yeah. I mean, they have the beer-battered fish for yes. you know, during Lent. Yes. And oh. go back to the steak. I've heard of people marinating steak and beer and then just salt and pepper. Really? Yeah. Swear by it. Well, I guess we just gave heads up to Anheuser mm-hmm. Busch, Budweiser. Yeah. Toast to that. I'm not a beer drinker. Okay, I'm really sorry. I'm not a beer drinker. But every once in a while, on a really hot day, like during the Memorial Tournament, mm-hmm. and it's really hot, a beer on the course yeah, does sound good. Did you go to the tournament? Yes, I had a nice experience with Mr. Nicholas at the tournament. But this no. year, yeah. We won't talk about that. Okay. 1837s. What's is his sauce? That's what I call it. <laughs> right. That's my joke. a lot of people do. Yeah. What's is his sauce? Worcestershire sauce. Lee and parents. Okay, now you get to tell this story because I okay. do also use this. Uh, yeah, a I do lot. too. When a failed attempt at a condiment recipe was accidentally left to mature for several months, John Wheelie Leah and William Henry Perrins realized they had discovered a new savory star. Now, Leah and Perrin's flavor-enhancing sauce made from anchovies, vinegar, and molasses is exported to more than 130 countries from the duo's original location in Worcester, England. That's why Look, the name what a mistake came. can bring you. Yes, <laughs> and I love the fact that they, it comes in that the little bottle comes in that little paper. Mm-hmm. And they've never changed I, that either. They never changed that either. No. Yeah. I think that's fascinating. And oh, maybe we should have been born in the 1800s. I'm okay. Yep. <laughs> Apparently I'm okay as well. So you've just learned about a lot of great things in retro. Retro.